from your favorite podcatchers and our YouTube channel featuring scenic videos, this is Kaiju Vision Radio. I'm Nathan Marchand. And I'm Brian Scherchel, and we are proud to bring you this bonus behind-the-scenes special feature about how we put together our film descriptions. Yes, we're. this is something that we're really proud of. Actually, it might be the one of the things we're most proud of with our podcast, and it's unique, and it's really cool. Our tagline for our film descriptions is this. It's an analysis tailored to kaiju movies to arm the listener with the facts. At last, a way to compare these movies to each other. We started developing this in 2016, and we finished around uh, mid-2017, about maybe a month or two before we released our first yeah, episode. something like that. We originally created it as just for ourselves uh, when we were preparing for each episode of the podcast, so we knew what we needed to talk about with each movie. It's a good idea to bring the audience up to speed and have everybody sort of on the same page, give them the figures that we're working with and the facts that we're working with. Over the process of a year, we worked very hard to create something unique, like a signature way for for us to talk about these movies, something that is definitely our own way of doing it. Plot summaries can take a long time. Yeah, if you're if you're not writing it well, it can just drag along. And trust me, I've listened to a few podcasts where the plot summary just seems to go on forever. And with this, we have lowered it down to five minutes. And it's not just a plot summary. It's much more than just reminding the audience about what happened in the movie. And our goal was to describe the film. And this worked over a process of three different stages, at least, of development. The mm-hmm. one where it's our own, and then we try to do an audience-focused version of that. And then the third version was when we finally nailed it down. Yes. But this was a lot of... We had, we had to talk about these movies. We did. A lot. And, and we had to talk to them about them in the context of the series as a whole. And yes. just how to fit these movies together. Because they're mm-hmm. so different from each other. And there was... There were a lot of growing pains along the way (laughs) trying to figure out how to do this because no one had really done anything like this before. Just reading a plot summary on its own, like if you go to a wiki, whatever, on the Internet, all it is is just and then this happened and then this happened. And it doesn't give you the big picture at all. and, And it just is lacking and it's boring to read, really, too. So we wanted to create something quick, focused and to the point. It was an effort to get the information at the beginning rather than making our film discussions sound like a big information dump. If you're a regular listener, you've heard plenty of these film descriptions, these part ones before. We have them separated into three main sections. What's going on? What are its elements? And what is it telling us? So with what's going on, we start with talking about Godzilla himself. Godzilla is not the same Godzilla every time. No, as he, we've well documented. Yes, he, he changes. And that's why we want to describe Godzilla. What version of Godzilla do we have in this movie? Is he a force of nature? Is he a character? Like, wh- what is that whole deal? You know, what, what are his characteristics? And we we're able to do that for every movie. And being able to classify what kind of Godzilla we have is important. And it often sets the stage for what kind of Godzilla movie we're getting. Next, we talk about any other kaiju who might be appearing in this film. And we do the same thing as with Godzilla, but generally it's just uh, they don't change radically very much from one to the other. It sometimes does. Next, we talk about what's going on with the human characters. And we do the same thing. We describe them instead of telling what they do. We say a little bit about that, but it's more about describing their character, 
what their motivations are, what their drives are, and the purpose is to avoid summarizing the plot. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, if you can remember the characters in your mind, that's just as good as remembering what they do because the, you'll remember that. It'll jog your memory. Mm-hmm. And this was actually one of the sections that needed a lot of ironing out <laughs> over the course of putting this together. Depending on how complex the plot can get. Oh, yeah. Especially when we got to the Heisei films. We then go further and we say, how do these two different plots mix with each other? Because sometimes they're separate. Sometimes they crisscross each other at points. And sometimes it's just one big story and and there aren't separate things going on. The way that kaiju films are organized a lot of the time, Godzilla is the problem. But at times he's also the hero. Whatever the problem is in the movie, it often involves a kaiju. And so what we do is we describe the various ways that humans usually, or other kaiju, use to solve the problem at hand that the movie has presented us. It's good to jog your memory and get reminded of exactly all the steps that they go through in order to try to fix it. Which then culminates with the next thing we talk about, which is how the issue is resolved. Usually, that it's what? How they got Godzilla. How they... Or the other kaiju, or mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, and it's to remind how the plot is resolved. People are able to think, oh yeah, that's what happened at the end in that one. Because there are so many of these movies, it's good to get a reminder. Yeah, uh, sometimes they can blend together a little bit. We then move on to story complexity, and we say, how simple or complex is the story? Because there are subplots sometimes, and this is basically like, how much subplot activity is in this movie? Next, we tackle what the elements of the movie are. We start with production quality. And we describe the special effects. Are they good? Are they lacking in places? Was there a lot of care put into it? What the budget of the movie was, who was working on the special effects, pertinent information like that. Yeah, so we're able to figure out, was this a high or low production value? How much care and how much money was put into the final product? And as far as the special effects, what what kind of incredible special effects are we looking at? Are we looking at traditional? Are we looking at CGI, etc.? Then we describe the tone, gravity, and fantasy level of the film. These movies have a wide spectrum of tone. You know, there's there's serious and cheesy, funny, on purpose funny, and and unintentionally you, funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then we describe how serious it is and how much fantasy is is in this movie because a lot of these kaiju movies, I would say, are more fantasy than they are pure traditional sci-fi. Yeah. But at the same time, some of them are more fantastical than others. Yeah. And the others try to be a little bit more grounded, despite all the extraordinary things that are going on. Then we describe the experimentation level. Just how experimental this movie did. How far did they go out on a limb with with trying to create something different? And so, in other words, did they take any risks when they made Did they try new ideas, new concepts? Or was this actually just an exercise in risk management? Which leads us to our most important point in the film description, which is the reinforcement of style versus the expansion of style. This is one of the most unique features of our film description. It took a while for us to put this together because we had to go through each film and decide which one of these movies establish enough new style for the Godzilla series and which ones are more on the side of reinforcing stuff that's already there. And it's different than talking about how experimental something is. This is more an aspect of style and what they're trying to actually do overall with the entire movie. And I remember we had multiple debates about what qualified for which one. We had some disagreement at points. 
because sometimes it's both and you have to figure out which one. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult. And given that there are over 30 of these movies, it's, we had to decide each one and we it did actually come up with a list. The movies that we decided established style in the Godzilla series were Godzilla 1954, the original, then Godzilla Raids Again, 1955, Mothra, 1961, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, 1964, Invasion of Astro Monster from 1965, Ebira, Horror of the Deep from 1966, Son of Godzilla from 1967, All Monsters Attack from 1969, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla from 1974, Godzilla vs. Biollante from 1989, and Godzilla vs. Megaguirus, 2000. Uh, the rest of them we have listed under the reinforcement of style. They were using things that had already been established in the franchise. Now, oftentimes doing different things with them, but still going along with what had been done before. And some of these, they're reinforcing a combination of multiple films that preceded them sometimes. And it's up to sometimes two, it's sometimes four. Mm-hmm. And those are what we came up with and finally decided. But I guess at some point you have to make a value judgment with some of them. And it's just uh, after a lot of discussion, this is what we decided on. And there are definitely reasons why we chose these. Next, we talk about why the film was made and who it was for. Yeah. And what did the creators mean to do when they made this? What was their view? And was the movie meant to like help the audience cope with something, which obviously the original Godzilla qualifies under that or was it meant to entertain which uh, maybe king kong versus godzilla yeah would qualify under that it's entertaining was the movie meant to attract new audiences and to get different new people in the theater to in order to what we how we say we sort of round out the, the, our pie you know mm-hmm. you get every piece of the pie broaden the appeal yeah you're able to broaden and expand the appeal of the entire franchise of godzilla which is why we then talk about whether or not they were successful. Yeah. How much money did this movie make? Was it a big hit? Was it a flop? And how the fans overall as a fan base view it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, uh, I always make sure to mention what the movie's budget was. So that way you can compare the numbers to see how successful it was. And this is funny because some of the films that didn't sell very many tickets are, are ones that a lot of people liked too. Mm-hmm. But, and so it's, it's interesting to find out which ones actually had commercial success because it, you, some of these, it makes you scratch your head about why something was good, but yet it not as many went to see it at the time that it was out, which there are a lot of reasons for that. It's a way to gauge react uh, reaction to these movies over time. And then if it's applicable, we talk about any differences that there are between the original Japanese version or the dub version, because a lot of people have seen, especially with the, with the older films, have seen different versions of each one. They may be more familiar with one over the other. So we make sure to say, you know, these are what separate uh, the two. Because we here at Kaiju Vision Radio focus on the original Japanese versions. Finally, we talk about what is this film telling us? And with that, we describe the forces at play, which it's different than the theme. For instance, in Mothra versus Godzilla. There, there is a struggle between nature versus civilization. Or if we discuss sometimes in these movies about traditional things versus things that are new. Yeah, the, the ideas that are in conflict. And uh, oftentimes those are exemplified by different organizations that you might see. And these particularly once you get to the Heisei movies. So you have groups that are at, in conflict with each other. 
Because their goals are at conflict with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we did mention the theme because that's very important in a lot of these movies. And so what are the lessons that the movie is communicating to us? And to use a bland phrase, what is the moral of the story? Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it, listeners. This is something that we're really proud of. It's something we work hard at every week so that we can make sure we maximize your listening experience with our podcast. So that concludes our bonus behind-the-scenes special feature about how we put together our film descriptions. We hope that we've given you insight about how we put our podcast together every week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of us and send us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is feedback at kaijuvision.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Our podcast is available on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, our YouTube channel, and on our website, kaijuvision.com. Thanks to Audiophiliac for creating our theme and bumper music, www.fiverr.com slash audiophiliac. If you like our podcast, please support us on Patreon. I'm Nathan Marchand, and I'm the podcast webmaster. And I'm Brian Scherchel, and I edited this podcast. Sayonara. Sayonara.